In the early hours of July 5th, 1969, a phone call to the police in Blue Rock Springs, California would connect two double murders and begin the search for one of the most notorious serial killers of all time. The saga of the police's search for a murderer who claimed to have at least 37 victims in the California Bay Area has spawned numerous books, movies, and articles. To this very day, the case is still unsolved and theories of new suspects and evidence still reach the headlines of U.S. newspapers. With five official murders attributed to his name, the killer cemented himself into the American subconscious as the archetype for serial killers in the media for years to come. Captivating the public's imagination with his lured cat-and-mouse correspondence with the local newspapers and authorities, and his mysterious cryptograms. This case file joined the theorists as they rethink their astrological signs in... The Zodiac Murders. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing Case File 151, The Zodiac Killer. I'm Braden. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. Oh, look at that guy. Holy smokes. Looking sharp. Uh, yeah, looking sharp in Meteor Studios there. Doesn't happen very often. I love it um, when you're Andrew's in studio. It's easier, right? Yeah. It's just, I wish you were all in studio. It would be even easier, but take one Maybe Skype one feed out of my equation and I'm happy. Maybe one day. One um, day. We've got, uh, it's, you know, interesting case follow up today, but boys, did you see that fish I caught today that I posted? Woo! Wow. <laughs> what, what a specimen of a scaly fish. Man fish. Awesome. It's a fish. It's a big fish. What was that? What'd you get a... Chinook? Yeah, Chinook salmon. Went fishing, caught my first like ocean salmon. My fucking arms hurt. And my Excuse me, I think you like... mean salmon. 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 I think they call it actually, uh, it's a king salmon south of the border, not and, a Chinook. And you didn't run into uh, old Greg? No old Greg. That's no UFOs. No, what are you doing uh, in my water? I did see food? some dolphins and I saw some humpback whales. That's are you fucking serious? Yeah. Why are you sending Ooh. pictures of a bunk ass fish when you could have sent us pictures of whales yeah. and dolphins? <laughs> well, the video of the whales didn't really turn like it. That's they still weren't that far, but my phone makes it look like they're far away. It would have been way better than your fucking lunch. I would have been way happy also to see that shit. Pulled up a red snapper. I didn't even know we have those. Those yep. things look fucking fake as hell. They don't even look like real fish. It came up as like, is that a magic carp? <laughs> <laughs> oh go pogo's real gyarados confirmed gyarados gyarados confirmed get that water stone baby. last time i went fishing i got stabbed by the red snapper spine and my hand went numb. Ooh. Ouch. yeah Ooh. that's a but they as i went to grab it the guy was like don't touch it you get hurt i was like okay i was stupid enough i tried to get off my hook myself and it stabbed me right in the hand let's get into some mysterious zodiac killer what's this guy all about long requested <laughs> yeah. case file don't do a lot of true crime but Sometimes one comes up where people keep asking, and sometimes you gotta decide to go down the hole. Give the people what they want. Yeah. Dan's on bottle one of wine, so me and Dan are not <laughs> as big as true crime fans as 
Braden and Andrew, but I still like to d- dive down a little bit every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, well, we're, we're doing our best. I did my best, so... You know, oh, it's, no. uh, uh, yeah. it's an interesting case. So Dan's, you know, Dan's uh, been washing down fucking all that salt with wine for a while now. So it's going to yeah, be rough. It's just like a whole bottle of wine to kind of yeah. just suppress my entire disgust. Of <laughs> true crime. Fucking Simpsons. True crime. True crime. Right. Below. I, I spent a lot, actually a fair amount of time researching all of this shit. So you did. There's a lot of notes. Just to shoot holes in it, I'm sure. <laughs> it's, well, that's part of it. I have a really good theory at the end, which I think it, it's a it's a head scratcher. So Spoiler, Ted Cruz. Ted yeah. Cruz is the serial killer. I think oh, there's like we're not, we're not supposed to do think, that. Damn it. I forgot yeah. we're not supposed <laughs> no to do spoilers. spoilers at the beginning. I mean, how no old would he, he would have been like, what, like 10 years old? Not even when this happened? Probably like two? Oh, no, this is possible. what? Anyways, let's get to the How old is Ted Cruz? Have you seen his birth certificate? Yeah. Touché. Good point. Right? No, I haven't. So the Zodiac Killer is a serial killer who has claimed to have committed up to somewhere around 37 murders, according to letters and uh, sent to newspapers and also uh, like correspondence throughout like the 1960s into the 1970s, late 1960 into 1970. From the investigations, official investigations and files, they have confirmed or or they agree that the confirmed murders, you know, chalked up to the Zodiac Killer are seven confirmed victims and two of those which actually survived. So the the first case, the first official case is what they call the Lake Herman Road murders. And the victims here were David Arthur Faraday, Faraday, age 17, and Betty Lou Jensen, age 16. And both of them were shot and killed on December 20th, 1968. So both of them were on their first date. Ooh. Decided to uh, take Faraday's mom's rambler, pull off onto a gravel road to a place which was called Lover's Lane. So obviously, you know, we got a 17 year old and I forgot how old the other one is, but 16 <sighs> lovers lane, you know, there's going to be a ton of over the pants, HD type stuff going down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Heavy petting, some okay. heavy petting, heavy petting, second <laughs> base, maybe over First the man, pants for the maybe. most part. We know that we've all been there. Um, yeah. Shortly after 11 PM, their bodies were discovered by Stella Borgs who live nearby. Um, now it was tough because back then we didn't really have much for forensics, right? Like, back in the fucking 60s you basically caught the guy standing there with a fucking gun and a pile of blood and you're like that's him he did it that's and if he wasn't guy. there that's the murderer <laughs> if he wasn't there you yeah. didn't catch him so basically no, that's probably him <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, we don't know for sure but so from you know much to Dan's chagrin I'm going to pull from uh, Robert Graysmith's book what he kind of formulated with what he had as far as scene photos and evidence another car pulled into the turnout prior to 11 p.m. parked beside the couple the second car whoever was driving it was able to coax the uh, couple out of their fucking cars and proceeded to shoot them obviously Faraday got the worst of it he got shot in the back of the head. Kill shot right away. And then it looks like um, Jensen got shot five times in the back trying to flee. Um, They were both shot with 22 caliber weapon with Western ammo. That's not a big round. No, that's not a 
Oh, that's ruthless, though, man. That's like yeah. Ricochet that's, City. Yeah, that's bone rattling. Is it the same ammo, the Western Super X? Was that the one? Uh, you know what? Actually, Dan, it says Western, so I'm going to go ahead and think it's the stuff that they use in Tombstone and at the you know, showdown at the OK <laughs> Corral. When the clock struck fucking 12, they drew, shot each other, quick in the dead. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Same stuff Wyatt Herb uses. Doc Holliday. Yeah. Right? But yeah, you're right. It's like the Western it. X ammo. So uh, a- after this murder, fairly, that's 1968 into 1969, you have the Blue Rock Springs murder, which is Michael Renault Majo, age 19, and Darlene Elizabeth Farron, age 22, who were both shot July 4th, 1969, the following year after this. Uh, Majo actually survived this attack, but Farron was pronounced dead on arrival to the Kaiser Foundation Hospital. So interesting thing about this murder is that it was actually only four miles away from the Lake Herman Road murder. Oh, we got close proximity. So uh, for Canadian murders. friends, 6.4 kilometers. Perfect. Thank you. No problem. So while the couple sat in Farron's car, a second car drove up into the lot and parked alongside them. But like within minutes decided to immediately turn around and speed away. Car came back 10 minutes later. The driver of the second car exited the vehicle, approached the passenger side door where Farron was sitting, carrying a flashlight and a nine millimeter uh, Luger. The killer then shone the light right inside, right into Farron and Majo's eyes and began shooting them. Uh, he fired five times. Both victims were hit. Uh, several bullets passed through Majo and struck Farron. Um, the killer then walked away and Majo screwing up like the cardinal rule here everybody knows play dead play fucking dead play dead just fucking muffle just just whatever you do just possum that shit fainting goat uh let's out kind of some type of like whimper or sigh i'd imagine and our friend here decided to turn around hey and hey, he's not my friend not my buddy guy you know hey, my buddy not my friend. friend so he came back and shot them both twice more just to finish it off yes so now this is the first time that we get uh, a link between the two murders. Well, right? I look, I look at this right away and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking like when I look at these two and I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, it's someone targeting like people, you know, fornicators, 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 right? Sinners. So, so but, Jason Voorhees is definitely on the list. So right okay. after this murder took place, well, let's not, let's not say right after, right out. They say within two minutes of pronouncing uh Farron dead, there was a, phone call made to the Vallejo police department, a caller, random caller says, I want to report. This is like verbatim what he said. I want to report a murder. A double you, murder. Double murder. It's a, I got what it says right here. It says, I want to report a murder. If you will go one mile east of the Columbus Parkway, you will find kids in a brown car. They were shot with a nine millimeter Luger. I also killed those kids last year. Goodbye. Right. And in this case, there is only, uh, why you pronounce it? Mago? Mago? Majo. 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 Majo, yeah. One survivor, first survivor, right? Yeah. Which is weird because we're going to come back to this too. It seems like he took a little bit more. I don't know what it, maybe he used a little bit more effort when he was going after the female counterparts. Because, you know what I mean? Like out of these situations, the only survivors that we have were the males in these groups. Yeah. Um. So anyways. But, okay. Here's the thing. This is a connection that I thought of this, like these first two murders. And then you, 
I know we're going to get into that first letter, but when I saw that, put those all together, I'm like, this kind of sounds like that letter reads like some weird thing. One of those like incel people would write. And now you have someone targeting, like targeting like lovers lanes and like shooting up and, you know, maybe not focusing more on shooting the women than the men. Right. To me, the weird thing that pops up to me too, is like with that phone call, it's kind of like the, the fucking, uh, the original murders, the Farron and again, I'm and Farron and Jensen. I think it are not. No, sorry, not Farron and Jensen. Um, the couple that were murdered at Lake Herb, Betty, um, Jensen and Faraday. Yeah, Faraday, Faraday and Jensen. You know what I mean? It's like at the end of this fucking call, it's a complete afterthought. And they're like, oh yeah, before I forget, I killed the other people too. Got them too. Like just casually, like yeah, I killed those other kids too. So and it's and it's basically confirmed that this call would have been from the killer because he knew information that only the police would know. Well, the, nobody knew this information at this time. The public yeah, didn't so know yet. Like, no, not even the police. Like, like, this is the 911 call. He made his own 911 call. But wasn't... So what I'm saying is that's not in dispute that that's it. Like, we're, we're... That is... Whoever called is the killer. 100%. Of at least the blo- Blue the Rock second Springs people. murder. Yeah. Right, but the first people to find the body wasn't the police. There was, like, another group of teenagers. And they're the ones who end up calling the cops. Yeah, but before anyone even gets there, the 911 call was made. So you so you have this, then shortly after, this is when you start getting the letters, correct? So after yes. July, it's about August? Yeah. A month later? August 1. So the August 1st is when you start. This is part of the kind of the Zodiac uh, mythology or whatever you want to call it. The fascination begins. It's when shit gets weird. You, yeah. yeah. So you start getting about, you start getting letters, right? Yeah. And it's technically three letters. But they're all the same letters sent to the Times Herald, the San Francisco Chronicle, and the San Francisco Examiner. Yes. And these letters took credit for the shootings that happened at Lake Herman Road and the Blue Rock Springs murder. Yeah, he goes into detail, basically says, Dear Editor, this is the murderer of the two teenagers last Christmas. That spices it up with an extra S there. At Lake Herman and the girl on the 4th of July. To prove I killed them, I shall state some of facts which only I and the police know. The writer provided a list of details regarding the two shooters and explained that the symbol formed a coded message that would reveal his identity. The letter ended with a warning. If you do not print this cipher by the afternoon of August 1st, 1969, I will go on a kill rampage, Fry, spelled F-R-Y, night. I will cruise around all weekend killing people in the night and then move on to kill again until I end up with a dozen people over the weekend. And then he kind of, he left this, he signed off with a circle with a cross in it, kind of looking like a bullseye. Yeah. Like this, it's that, that's like the, the common symbol of the Zodiac is the circle with the cross through it representing like the four seasons, the equinox and all that stuff. And that's kind of where the name now, did he refer to himself as the Zodiac, or is that something the, me- after the news came up with Zodiac Killer? After this, he referred to himself as the Zodiac. And then, so after the first letter sent, he started right. referring to He didn't start, him. he actually didn't start referring to himself as the Zodiac until another letter was received yeah. on August 7th. So about a week after, um, all the newspapers that received this letter, out of all three that received it, only one, the... Uh, the Chronicle, yeah, the Chronicle actually published the the letter, but it was they didn't print it on the front page. They actually printed it on the fourth page. Yeah, they big timed uh, them. That's fucking the awesome. Next day's edition. Big newspaper and, doesn't play with your shit, buddy. 
Right. And, the and the page. Vallejo police chief, Jack Stiltz, actually requested that the writer send a second letter with more facts to actually right. prove his identity. So none of the stuff had, that he threatened happened. Just, just so everybody knows. <laughs> In the end, it did but, not come true. No. He right. was happy and with all, the fourth all page. All three parts were eventually published. So all three letters were eventually published. Right. And each and, each of the three letters c- contained one third of his first mysterious cipher. And then right. the cipher was actually cracked on August 8th, 1969 by Donald and Betty Harden. Um, now, these were two teachers. I'm not entirely sure what they taught. Something tells me it wasn't high fucking school, high cipher 101. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Between everybody else that got sent this, all the intelligence agencies and police force and everything like that. It was two fucking high school teachers that crack. It. Well, they're the killers. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> so basically, to, but to add, to add a little bit of context, like you did, I think this would have been kind of on, it would have been a type of kind of fun for some people because the, you have to imagine that these people who grew up with this stuff or who were reading the newspapers, this, but these people grew up with crypto games. They had their, if you've ever watched a Christmas story and if you've ever watched like the, the little orphan Annie rings, decoder rings, all that bullshit, those people grew up with this stuff. So it, it doesn't surprise me that it took well no time at all to break, to, to well, snap that. And think about it too, man. Like how fucking crazy that be. You see this shit in the newspaper and like, I think everybody like I'm putting down the fucking crossword and I'm cracking this shit. Yeah. I mean, that's like the ultimate armchair detective. If like that's in the news, you're like, oh, this would be, it's going to be, this is a great week for me. Think about all the amateur researchers on Reddit, Reddit that would get boners over something like this if it came out now. Oh yeah. Be all over it. (laughs) They would know where this guy lived. So anyways, the next week they cracked. It's fucking cracked. They cracked everything except 18 letters at the end of the message. So basically what they pulled from it is the... I like killing people because it is so much fun. It is more fun than killing wild game in the forest because man is the most dangerous animal. And there is spelling mistakes either purposefully or not decoded in the cipher. So they they leave the spelling mistakes in, but pretty much dangerous animal of all to kill. Something gives me the most thrilling experience. It is even better than getting your pop, getting your rocks off with a girl. The best part of it is that when I die, I will be reborn in paradise and they have killed will become my slaves. I will not give you my name because you will try to slow down or stop my collecting of slaves for my afterlife. And, blah, 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 and then it falls off. <laughs> now, I'm wondering if this guy actually knows what it's like to get his rocks off. With a girl, because I doubt it. It doesn't I sound. I feel like no, this guy has a problem with fornicators, saying. and he's going after. That, it but something cringy, that we're gonna like reading that is cringy. Like, and that's what I'm saying. In the first two cases, that's why I I like that ties together for me because I'm like, Ugh. seems like some incel bullshit. Um, uh, something that we're gonna come back to mm-hmm. is he made mention to be the the most dangerous game, which is a book and a movie. Um, the book actually came out in 1924. It's um, more of a short story, right? It's not like more a of a sorry, more of a short story. Um, which the character Sanger Rainsford must fight for his life while being hunted for sport. After washing ashore on an island, a big game hunter realizes that, or the big game hunter's name is General Zoroff or Zeroff. Does that sound right? It sounds. We'll go with that. You're talking about the most it dangerous game. Sounds like game a name. Yeah. That you're talking about? yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that right there, it's like, okay, so he, he's talking about a fucking, he makes reference to a story, a short story that refers to 
hunting people. And the main bad guy who hunts people's name starts with a Z. Zell. It's a good story. Yeah. I, Man is the most dangerous game. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the name. I know this. We'll throw it back I, know, to I know this. Guy. I know the story though. I mean, I'm sure the Simpsons adapted it at one point and I watched that. Nothing better than hunting people. Yep. <laughs> I mean, most dangerous game is like is a widely read and distributed story. Like a lot of people know that story. They it's, I think they teach in like a lot of like in literature classes and like in like yeah. in high school and in early college, it's like a that book, a book is, that everyone reads kind of thing. There, mm. There's there's tons of versions of that. Like, oh, that's like we're not it's like, oh, we're coming out of here to hunt animals. Yeah, you're the animal. Yeah. <laughs> Five minute head start. Shit. I remember a movie Go. like that in the nineties. I'm trying to remember the name of it, but it's bad. The Pest. Was it the Pest? <laughs> there was a movie the John Pest. Leguizamo. Yeah, 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 that is one. Yeah, the Pest is one. Yeah, yeah John yeah, Leguizamo. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. yeah, there's a bunch of variants on that on that type of that that concept. It's pretty good. <laughs> All right, I'm sure there's another murder. What, what's going on here, guys? Okay. So one? the next the next murder that they attribute to the Zodiac Killer uh, after the lake is, is the. Did we talk about the, the you get the Lake Berryessa yes. County yeah. uh, murders, so which is kicks uh, it up Brian a notch. Calvin Hartnell uh, at age 20 and Cecilia Ann Shepard at age 22. This murder, the, the victims were stabbed. Uh, this took place on September 27th, 1969. And uh, Hartnell, again, the male, survived eight stab wounds to the back. Uh, Shepard died as a result of her injuries on September 29th, 1969. So she was alive when they got to her, but then she ended up dying in the hospital, I believe later. So right away, what the report we get is they noticed a man lingering in the shade of some trees and he kind of like disappeared for a bit. And they were like, well, what the fuck's this weirdo doing? Peeping Tom. Um, then he suddenly reappeared. And when he reappeared, he was wearing a black executioner type hood with some clip-on glasses on the eye holes clip-on <laughs> clip-on glasses and then it kind of came down with like a bib like like kind of like a bib and on that it had this white cross with a circle around it which kind of sounds a little bit familiar now doesn't it seems like the symbol so then he approached them held them at gunpoint and made them tie each other up with uh pieces of clothesline uh, Hartnell, the male, initially believed that this was kind of some type of weird robbery, robbery as the gentleman claimed that he had just escaped from jail. All he wanted was their wallet, their keys, and he's going to take their car and, you know, kick rocks. Once they were both tied up, he drew a knife, like Dan says, and re- repeatedly stabbed both of them. To prove he was responsible for the stabbing, the what we're going to assume here is the Zodiac used a black marker to draw a large circle with the same logo, the same cross on uh hurdles car. And then in there, the, the, uh, on this image, he kind of states the dates of the first two killings. And then September 27th, 69 by knife, six thirty, and explain what he just did. So that that pulls all the three killings all together. So he specifically referenced the dates on which each one of the murders took place. Um, the next murder that you get that is attributed he, to the Zodiac killer. He does call, though. He does call in this one as well. Same all right. Situation. This is the when they get the phone calls? Yes. He, he calls in at 7.40 p.m. to the Napa Police Department and says, I want to report a murder. No, a double murder. They are two miles north of Park Headquarters. They were in a white Volkswagen, Carmen Gia. I don't know what the fuck. Is that a type of Volkswagen? <laughs> I don't know. Volkswagen Carmen Gia? 
But two big things about this one is, you know what I mean? As you notice here, obviously with, cause we had a surviving, uh, we had a survivor. He was able to kind of explain that he put on this elaborate outfit. So we're starting to see, he's got a little bit of a flair for the theatrics. He's spicing it up a little bit. And we also have a boot print. Uh Oh, which we can get to later. The hard sole boot print. Hard sole boot print. Could be the work boot. Yeah. But what type of work? Do you know what type of work though? Specific issue boot. Sounds like a carpenter to me. Either he was part of some type of organization or he got it from a thrift store. Who knows? But anyways, go ahead. So everything at this point, you know, everybody in San Francisco Bay Area is on high alert. You've got a serial killer on the loose uh, for the last couple months. And the last official murder that they attributed to the Zodiac Killer took place on October 11th, uh, 1969 in Presidio Heights, which is a neighborhood in San Francisco. And the victim was Paul Lee Stein, a taxi driver, uh, age 29. And he was shot and killed, uh, shot in the head, uh, ended up bleeding to death. And this is where we get the, um, if you look up the Zodiac Killer, I'm pretty sure this is where you get the the famous artist rendering of witnesses uh describe witnesses description of what they said who they said was the murderer uh that stepped out of that cab yeah so stein drove one past uh one block past uh, maple to cherry street um the passenger then shot him in the back of the head with a nine millimeter he got out reached into the driver's side of the car stole his keys his wallet and apparently tore away a section of Stein's bloodstained shirt. Three young witnesses watched the crime progress from a house directly across the street. Uh, Now, they didn't actually know or hear a gunshot. They just thought potentially this cabbie was being robbed. Um, Now, here's where we get a big fucking miscommunication and why we this is fucking unsolved (laughs) so due to confusion during this call the resulting broadcast to the police units uh, mistakenly described the suspect as a black male (laughs) so shit big mistake because a patrol car reportedly passed a man who matched the correct description given by fucking majot and hartle but didn't stop him because he was a fucking white male so wait everyone said it's a white guy and then the dispatcher said it's a black guy. Yeah, this it's is a, 1970. Yeah. And so we got I, I don't say, know if it was so much miscommunication as it was profiling. racism, but yeah. <laughs> now I'm I'm pretty sure that they didn't really link this murder to the Zodiac killings until October 14th, uh, 1969, where the Chronicle received another letter from the Zodiac, and this one it they contained what the police identified as a piece of Paul Stein's shirt tail uh, as proof that the person sending the correspondence was the killer. Which makes sense because right away, like the th- this one for me jumps out huge, right? Like the MO, the modus operandi is completely fucking blown for this case. It doesn't make any sense. It does not fit no. any of the prior murders whatsoever. Like you right. think you kind of understand where this guy's going. He's going after couples, fornicators. Well, and, and then and, he's getting more like, and it's more theatric and the killing, not to say it's getting more intimate, but like shooting someone with a gun and tying them up and stabbing them is a much more like he didn't shoot he didn't shoot hurtle uh hurtnell and um the the other lady he just stabbed them yeah but he was stepping it up so and then all of a sudden it's like you have a straight up raw like this sounds like a straight up robbery well totally and then you can understand that's kind of why they were thinking and then so this one was big right because like dan said we've got our first description because not only did the did these three teenagers that watched happen, but the two cops that fucking watched 
the Zodiac or whoever he was stroll by them, gave a fucking description of this guy. And that's where we get our best. That's where we get our best police sketch from. But like you look, we also get a bloody fingerprint left behind. Right. And you're starting to think like this guy's starting to fit. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's wearing costumes now. He's potentially changed his MO and just being an all around fucking menace. Like he seems like he's turned into like a fucking super villain. You know what I mean? Go goes from like this fucking opportunistic creeper incel to no one's safe now. So after but why this the murder, wobbery? You, that's what like that's why I can't wobbery? get in my head of this. Why the wobbery? Why the wobberies? Why the why the wobbery? Why the wobbleys? Uh, this is the this is the final murder that they have attributed to the Zodiac killer. There are other murders that kind of float around that that people have. Uh, kind of have uh, tenuous connections to the Zodiac killer claimed in, in other correspondence and stuff. But the, the Zodiac killer actually kept up his correspondence to local newspapers at 2 PM on October 20th, 1969. Someone actually claiming to be the Zodiac killer called the Oakland police department and demanded this. This was one of the big things about the case, right. made it more, even more intriguing and just pretty much like cemented it into uh like the just the you know American psyche north that that kind of serial killer thing. They made the demand that two prominent lawyers, uh, F. Lee Bailey and Melvin Belly, uh, appear on AM San Francisco, which was a popular talk show uh, at the time, hosted by one Jim Dunbar. Now, Bailey wasn't available. Apparently, I don't, I don't know if like he was quite high, like, high profile from what I understand. Yeah, he's famous like, defense lawyer. Yeah. Stupid, I suppose. But Belly did appear on the show and um, the host, Jim Dunbar, appealed to the viewers to to keep the lines open. So don't don't call in unless, you know, you're the actual serial killer, I guess, is kind of his, his thing. So someone called in claiming to be the serial killer. They, which they said several times. I think uh, the call, hang up, call, hang up was kind of the pattern. Was it would say a couple things and then now was out. he? Do you think he was trying to beat the trace? Is that why he kept hanging up? I don't. This is maybe no. This is this is what it is. I don't believe this for a second because well, it's already been disproved. We, but yeah, because I was going to say if we opened the lines and said nobody call unless you're the Zodiac killer, someone would call and be like. Hey, motherfuckers. I'm the Zodiac, I'm the Zodiac killer. killer. Well, they ended up tracing the call back to oh, a fucking Oh, you motherfuckers trying to ice skate uphill. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the Zodiac killer. But one it big thing me, we forgot before. Blade like, all along. Like, like Dan was saying, um, after the fucking Stein murder, that letter that he sent in, he actually, there was also a part of that saying, School children make nice targets, and I think I shall wipe out a school bus some morning just to shoot out the front tire and pick off the kitties as they come bouncing off. And obviously hearing that sent fucking the entire city into a panic. No kidding. Right? Like, that's fucking terrifying. Well, you got a guy that's already claimed to kill all these people, and he has, regardless of what you think, he has people convinced, or the media has people convinced that he is, go like, he is going to kill again. And then you put, you put this in the news... Scary shit. It's yeah. it, it's a weird one for me because a lot of this case, I'm like, it's it's a weird position where how much do you put in the papers? Like, like some of the stuff, like, did you even need to post it or was that just per, like perpetuating the hysteria? Hundred percent. He got to a point where like Dan saying there's open correspondence with the fucking Zodiac, and it gets to a point where he's like, listen, 
I see people out here with fucking Black Panther buttons and fucking whatever other buttons. I want them to start wearing Zodiac buttons or I'm going to start shooting people. Yeah, it got it got real weird uh, <laughs> yeah. towards towards the end there. Uh, a couple a couple days later, a couple weeks later, November eighth, nineteen sixty nine, we have what is known as the Pines card. Uh, the Zodiac mailed a card with another one of his, you know, at this point now is infamous cryptograms, which consisted of about three hundred and forty characters. Now, this one, this cipher has actually never been decoded. Uh, no, to the best of my knowledge. The thing that they've said about the cryptograms is was they got kind of like progressively more difficult as I, I, I one of the theories is that he didn't really think it through the first one. Like he didn't think people would be able to crack it like within a day. It was it was really that one was it seemed pretty simple. And then the rest of them are uh, some people say that he may have in, inserted into some of it like just gibberish to kind of throw off people uh, a little noise the the first from. One translating them no one's even finished the first one because the end of it from if they, like it follows the same pattern that they cracked the end of it's just a fucking bunch of gibberish doesn't make any yeah, sense yeah they never cracked the last last 18 characters yeah so this was the second cipher and yeah still not so like you never been deciphered serving them up a fucking nice little underhand softball here for the first little bit and then fucking giving them fastballs or he's just talking shit right uh, a day later after that one uh what was you know, someone claiming to be the Zodiac mailed a sev- what was a seven page letter uh, stating that the two pol- this was where you get the two policemen had actually stopped and spoke to him three minutes after he had shot Stein, which the police do deny. They say that never happened. Okay. No one reported talking so. to him. So he could just be again like that's the problem with this is we don't even really know. Like, is this guy some of these murders? Did he commit these? Did he kill fucking Stein or is he just claiming he killed Stein? Right. They, you know they had I mean? correspondence with him through uh until 19 like the remainder of 1970 like they had you know sporadic letters postcards coming in and then they said the final letter came through after he had been silent for nearly three years uh the san francisco chronicle received a letter from the zodiac which was postmarked january 29th 1974 and it had some other just like ramblings in it and he had a, a special praise for the exorcist uh, being quote <laughs> the best satirical comedy I have ever yeah. seen. Just and a quick just... movie review. So this, yeah. this whole time, there's still random fucking. Obviously, there's still murders that are going to be taking place. The world's not going to stop just because one guy's killing people. But there are a bunch of fucking uncredited murders. You know what I mean? And during these letters, he does keep a count, saying, let's say, um, Zodiac fucking seven uh, SFD or whatever the fucking San Francisco PD, yeah, uh, not police, uh, fire department, police department, um, zero, right? So he's keeping this tab going, and then there's reports. Like I remember reading one of this this lady who, you know, a car comes up behind her, and the guy's flashing his lights, so she pulls over. Huge mistake. Guy comes up and he's like, "Hey, you know what? I noticed your fucking rear passenger side wheels loose. I'm gonna let me tighten it up for you. I'm a nice guy." <laughs> Tightens it up for her, takes off. She hops in her car, starts driving, and the fucking wheel comes off. Same car turns around, comes back, and is like, hey, let me take you for a ride. I'll take you to the nearest service station. They blow by a bunch of service stations. She's like, something's fucking wrong. Oh, I forgot to mention that she has a baby with her. She takes her fucking baby, rolls out of the car while it's moving to escape this guy. And then she, then the only thing that ties us to the Zodiac as she points to the fucking wanted poster with his sketch being like, that was fucking him. So she 
connects it to what other people think the Zodiac Killer was. Exactly. And there, we got a lot of this stuff going on. And the only other one I want to touch on was uh, the Riverside attack. Have you read about that one, Dan, at all? Now, the river, uh, Riverside there, was There's before. a case open in, Nava, in Napa County. I think there's still one case at least open in Riverside. Yeah. If that's so, when you're... Yeah. So in, in 1966, so this is before that, you know, before we know that the Zodiac's actually killing people, right? We got no idea. A uh, Sherry Jo Bates, an 18-year-old um, college student at uh, Riverside Community College, um, she spent the evening at the campus library studying, finished about 9 p.m., um, neighbors reported hearing screaming around 10 30 PM. Uh, Bates was found dead the next, uh, the next day. She had slashes to her carotid artery in her stomach, you know, kind of interesting situation. They did find her car fucking tampered with. So they think that potentially, you know what I mean? He kind of did the same thing. He went and tampered with her car said, Hey, you know what? I can help you come take a walk with me. And then did his zodiac thing and slashed her up to bits. Um, but the way this kind of ties into more of the MO is a month later, we started getting fucking letters sent into the uh, Napa Police Department and the newspaper, the Riverside Press Enterprise, whatever that was, of the same thing. But now these were typewritten and they were a little bit more eloquent, right? Like they weren't purposely, or we don't know if they're person, purposely misspelled, but again, he kind of goes off about, you know, Sherry Joe Bates had to die, did it because of this, this, and this. But so we had this same, we had same style letters and they were double stamped like the, like the uh, Zodiac liked to do. And then again, he followed up with a few more and sent them to her dad. And another interesting thing was a janitor ended up fucking uncovering in the library, library, (laughs) library. (laughs) I wasn't going to say anything. I've been fucking trying so library. hard to get rid of that fucking library shit, but library, yeah. So, anyways, the, he found a um, a hand carved poem in one of the one of these desks in the library. Got it. You can say biblioteca if you want. That's fine. Biblioteca. <laughs> um, Un stilo. Uh, Days bananas, which and one of the edit, editors for the San Francisco Chronicle ended up tracking this case down. Somebody sent him letters to it and he came down to Napa with the, uh, why is the word escaping me? The fucking guy who an- analyzes writing on a stenographer. Handwriting specialist. Handwriting the- specialist, whatever. I'm sure there's a fancy word for it. And he actually went through the, the carvings and it matched the Zodiac's R's and H's. And then he ended up saying like this, I, I, I believe that this was written by the Zodiac. Oh, so he claims that the handwriting matches stuff sent in would be letters from the in the future from this yeah. time they say that he thinks that they would match yes giving credence to maybe the zodiac killer was killing before before he be- 1968 yeah 68 yeah. 66 yeah. and maybe happened. giving and then maybe giving credence because in one of the letters didn't he say he killed he claimed to have killed 37 people or something yeah right so yeah but those are it doesn't necessarily mean no those ones. but yeah but yeah yeah, that that is one of the ones I know I've seen in a couple other ones where people have tried to tie that one to that, or they they feel like that one is also should be lumped in with the with the Zodiac killings as well. Yeah, so it just maybe he did kill more, but they can only they only attribute the these four series of murders or attempted murders on the four events yeah. that we talked about. Yep. So, like I said before, the case is technically still open well it is officially still open in napa county in the city of riverside in april 2004 the san francisco pd 
uh, marked the case as inactive. Uh, they cited like the uh, caseload pressure and resource demands, and they effectively just closed the case. However, they did reopen the case uh, sometime before March 2007. The most recent development in the case was in 2018 in May, where the Vallejo uh, Police Department announced that they were going to attempt to collect the Zodiac Killer's DNA from the back of the stamps, which he had used during his correspondence. Right. Uh, they said they were going to send this in and they were going to use the... Um, Similar to the methods that they use to catch the Golden State Killer, you know, compare, you know, the DNA to the database of collected DNA uh, from either of these, you know, 23andMe, whatever, fuck, I don't know, yeah. all of those ones. <laughs> and they would be like, okay, uh, th this is how we're going to catch him. And we haven't heard anything since then, so... I don't know. I guess they haven't found him. Well, I th didn't they get it was partial? Or it's Ted Cruz. I don't know. <laughs> why? Why did it take them so long to do the DNA profiling from the from the envelope when because when these murders were happening, DNA profiling was just starting to become widespread. So why did it take the 2018 for them to be like you know what we should do? Grab 2007. that. Oh, 2007. Yeah. 2007. Oh, still, still, that's what like, 17, yeah, 17 well, years. At. Yeah, I don't, I don't think. Two, well, two thousand twenty-three and me and those the the Golden State Killer stuff. I don't think that came in until later. Like they didn't have it. Like uh, you can get DNA from almost anything, but that uh, same thing with fingerprints. Like you can get fingerprints DNA from anything. The the problem is whether those fingerprints or that DNA matches DNA or fingerprints in a database of people. So like you could get fingerprints from a from you know from a window from whatever from a weapon, but you don't know whose fingerprints those are unless they're a person who has previously been you know they were fingerprinted in another crime, right? Or they were in the military, or they you know they had a job where they had to you know actually provide fingerprints for their job or something like that. That's the that's the whole kind of problem with these. Kind now, of did things. they actually? Because I don't really know how DNA like profiling works do you if you just get a tiny bit can you get your full like the full profile or if you is it was it incomplete and that's why they could never really match it to something else i think usually you get about like a 98 to 97 percent like it's depending on like the because you just the need of you the just thing. need one drop of like saliva from your cheek or like one hair and yeah, but this is fucking like yeah. 30 40 year old saliva from a fucking stamp that's what i mean like was it would it be degraded to the point where like it doesn't give you a full profile i think just... they'd still be able to pull off like enough markers to be confident to be like these are the same people if they you know, if they had it, but they haven't found anything. Whoever the Zodiac killer is or was, if they found his DNA was not in a database, which allowed to be matched. So right. he was someone unconvicted in prior, you know, or he saw the 23 and me and stuff. And he's like, ha ha ha, not today. <laughs> like, hmm. But maybe we'll get lucky eventually and get, you know, a cousin or relative that it's a close match. So, it's not like they didn't have a lot of suspects for this case. Okay, now Dan, just before you get into suspects, let's take a quick yeah, beer break because it's gonna get. Uh, the same thing. We're gonna go down a rabbit hole with suspects that, I mean, it's still unsolved. So we're gonna talk about a few. So we'll take a quick beer break and we'll be right back. All right, we're back. Yeah, we were going into the the suspects, right? So now you have this huge, like the police departments that were all working together at this point. They even had pulled in the FBI to kind of help them with uh, like fingerprint, behavior analysis, those kinds of things. I think that the, the original pool of suspects was like 2,500 or something like that. They had a ton of suspects. What do you expect um, when you have all this shit in the newspaper, though? Like, what do you think? Yeah, no kidding. 
My uncle's cousin's brother is the fucking Zodiac. They narrowed it down to a smaller pool of suspects. Yeah, they did. Right? They very much and they had did. a couple like top, I think there's like a top three or four. This Listen, if you're there. from California, in my eyes, you're a suspect. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> All 25 million of you, what, like, whatever there is. Right? Fucking in your 70s? Is that what it would be? No. Yeah. You'd be yeah. 70s. So what, these are in the 70s? So if, say, say you're killing people when you're 20. So you'd be 70, 70 ish. Yeah. So maybe 80. You're in your fucking you're 70 70 70s old, and you're in California. in California. You are the Zodiac killer. <laughs> yeah. Instead of saying, problem. okay, boomer, you should say, okay, Zodiac. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> Zodiac. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> Great. That's actually, damn it. That's actually really good. <laughs> well, that's what Everybody, I do. Every, every right, once in a while, he that's does it have a good for me one. tonight. Thank you. <laughs> but I'm going out. <laughs> Go down the high note. Guy's been riding Mitra for a long time, so it's good he came up with something. So Ted Cruz is actually yeah. only 49, so he'd been quite young. That's what I was saying. When he's uh, doing some murders. That's what I was saying. Anyways, to the suspects. Okay. Do you want to get into it? Okay, Let's well, let, I'll start it. I'll start with one suspect, which was highly speculative and was easily dismissed, and that was Lawrence Kane. And now... They connect him to because a girl named Donna Last, who disappeared in 1970, and the claim may have been a Zodiac victim, but that's very maybe. Where did she disappear from? So this guy, Lawrence Kane, worked at uh, the Lake, Ho- Lake Tahoe Hotel, the same place this girl went missing from, I guess. And he served in Naval Reserves, Ooh. and he may have learned coding. It's a Ooh. very, it's a big may. The army man might have had a certain issue of boot. He had a car accident that left him with a brain injury that may have compromised his ability to control like his aggression so like, instead of being a savant he was a serial killer what yeah he got say. his brain got knocked the wrong way he okay. did not go towards savant in Kashuk okay. records he went straight to murder okay okay he was arrested twice in 61 and in 78 for peeping and prowling so a little bit of a weirdo the reti- a retired police detective claims that his name was actually in one of the ciphers, but that was never really corroborated. And that oh, her sister had identified a photo as Kane as the man that had bothered her at a restaurant before she went missing. So that is the first suspect that comes up and a lot of times is easily dismissed. Why was it dismissed? Do we have why? Do you know why? Because it was one guy who said it and no one else could really put that together. It was all speculative and... Like about 90% of the fucking, or actually 99.9% like, of the suspects. This the guy story. was a weirdo. He's seen this girl at a restaurant, her, claims her sister. He worked at the hotel where her sister went missing. Was it him? Well, it, it could have been him that killed this girl. I don't think he's Zodiac, though. No, I it think he's just a piece of shit. He could have killed this girl, but this girl was never convicted. Like, it was she was never tied to a Zodiac killing. So, how do they fucking, who's trying to pin it on this guy? A retired police detective investigating the case in the well, 1980s. He probably retired early. Fucking he probably sucks. did. <laughs> Not sucks. by choice. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's that's number one. That's the easiest one. Listen, to get out of there. Doug, you're just shit at investigating. Okay, yeah. we want you off the force. You're off the case. Give me your gun and your badge. You're a loose cannon. <laughs> Not even you're. Just, you don't. Just even, you're a shitty cannon. It's rusted. It you're, work. you're you're a Doug, loose shitty. You're cannon. incompetent. <laughs> You should not be a police officer. I wish I could say you're a loose cannon, but really, you're just a shitty cannon. Fucking you just should, a, should have put him back on traffic. Cop. You the, blew it. The last yeah. thing about this guy is, so Kathleen Jones is a girl who got away from, that's the girl who got away from the 
the guy who knocked off the tires and not. Oh, the, with the baby. She claimed she's yeah. seen a picture picture of this guy and it's, she claimed it looked the same. She said that about the fucking Zodiac drawing too, though. Yeah, but the Zodiac. Well, let's pull up a picture of this thing, guy. Though. How does he look? Let's see. The Zodiac. Lawrence, that being said, we will show Kane a picture. Looks like it. We'll we'll show a picture of the script, the the fucking the police drawing of Zodiac, and it's like. Guy looks just like fucking Buddy Holly and like ninety percent of the people who weren't hippies back then. Yeah, fucking looks crew like one cut, of the victims, actually. gas glasses. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but Lawrence King kind of looks that way. So Lawrence King, if you're looking at this picture, is the guy in the middle in the top right here, and the, beside the zodiac. So it's maybe kind of the maybe same without glasses. A little yeah. bit fatter face. A little bit, yeah. The one thing that they do, the peep, everybody that's fucking seen him, the one thing that they do, they state about him was the widow's peak. He had a very pronounced widow's peak. Larry Kane did not really have a widow's peak, no. though. Yeah. No. So because because of those, He's, for those reasons, we're out. For those reasons, we are out. Yes. We're out. Larry King. Yeah. Or Larry, you're Larry, free to Larry go. King. Larry King Mr. is not Kane. is not the Zodiac killer, but he is the right age. Well, how he old could, is he? How old yeah, he, is he? He's like fucking, Larry King is the Zodiac. He's eighty. What? Larry King's probably eighty six years old. Is he from California? Larry King. Oh man, I think we just blew this. Did shit we right just up crack it? it? He are is eighty six years old. He's from Brooklyn, New York, though. <sighs> mm, not we're not so the Zodiac close. killer. Take him off the we're wall. We're so close take to cracking the, it by take take the red string celebrity names. Yeah. take the red string away from fucking Larry King. Wasn't him. We need to call into his show and tell you're the yeah. Zodiac. We know Lawrence right. Kane, probably not the Zodiac killer. Yeah, but free to go. Maybe a criminal. Put that on the fucking cue cards. It's unsolved. Still, we're moving unsolved. On next, one. next suspect. All right, I'm gonna jump into this one. Let's hear it. This is the fucking guy. This is the reason why. Like, I feel I'm super biased though because when I was in like fucking grade nine, I read fucking Great Smith's Zodiac book, did a book report on it, and after reading his book, you're like. It's, there's only one option to be the fucking Zodiac. It doesn't make any other sense. <laughs> like Tim, obviously. So the suspect that we're going to touch on right now is Arthur Lee Allen. You notice how we include the nickname? Because you know he's fucking guilty. Every single fucking bad person fucking, you use their middle name. You mean middle the middle name. name. It's yeah. what it is. That's how the you know three it's him. names. You know how he's guilty because you use his middle Lee name. Lee Harvey Oswald. All right. of them. Yep. All of them. Anyways, so background on this guy. Arthur Lee Allen was a was dishonorably discharged from the Navy in 1958. What'd he do? I know. Let's ask Dan. Same thing happened to him with the Navy, right? Yeah. Wasn't that what happened? Don yeah. was, Dan was too smart for the wrenches and they, they got rid of him. fuck out of here. Yeah. Also, too yeah. smart. <laughs> Dan, where were you in the seventies in fucking San Francisco? Yeah. Just out of fucking curiosity. Classified. <laughs> you heard it here. Okay. So he's dishonor dishonorably discharged in 1958. He also lost his job at, elementary school in 1968 for being a diddler piece of shit piece of shit big time piece of shit in 1974 he was arrested for molesting another child jeez and set and served a sentence at uh i'm not gonna at a set fuck's sake you get it get it out get it out get it out at a Cedro state hospital until 1977 hmm. um when he was a child he found interest and really fun things like killing animals and torturing bugs, according to his family members. Torturing bugs, like like big, he put he big put time all, serial killer. In he the put all the there. bugs in like a one jar and then shook them up and see if they would fight each other. Or? No, he was the piece of shit with the magnifying glass. Right? Everyone and did like, that oh, yeah. when you were a kid. 
<laughs> I did not do that. Everyone did that. I did not. You, find yeah. everyone you get some carpenter all. ants, a wolf spider, a black beetle, whatever you can get, put them in a the thing, and then you shake them, and then nothing happened. Then you let them go and like, oh. The Listen, wins. my fucking relationship is on the rocks right now because I refuse to kill the anthill outside of my garage <laughs> that keep coming in because I feel terrible. I just keep trying to move them because I'm like, I don't fuck. They're alive. They're just doing know. their jobs, man. Yeah, they're like, cool. They Haven't you seen ants? How am I supposed to kill these after watching that fucking movie? See the bug's life? Yeah. God damn it. Jesus. I can't do it. They just want to be a butter, beautiful yeah. butterfly. I can't do it. I feel terrible. Anyways, so we've established Arthur Lee Allen, fucking diddler. We piece know that for shit. sure. He's a piece, piece of shit. Of shit. Yeah. Piece we of know shit. that. Right. So how does he fit in this fucking scenario? How does he fit? In this scenario. 1971. Arthur Lee Allen's friend, Donald Cheney. Not Dick Cheney, Donald Cheney, reported to... Brother of Dick Cheney. Yeah, the Manhattan Beach uh, Police Department in California that Allen had spoken of the following while they went hunting together. He said he would randomly like to kill couples. He would taunt the police with letters detailing his crimes. He would sign the letters with a cross and circle symbol from his watch. He wanted to one day call himself the Zodiac, he said to his friend. He would make up, he would wear makeup and change his appearance. He would attach a flashlight to the barrel of his gun to shoot them at night. He would fool women into stopping their cars in rural areas claiming that he had pro- they, that they had problems with their tires, loosen lug nuts, and take them cap- and captain, captive. But it turns out that this is not the first time, though. Like, right? You're like, this guy's probably trying, this, this Dick Cheney motherfucker is probably Zodiac. <laughs> Yeah. Or or he's wanting to be popular and he fucking hates this guy for slamming his old lady or something. Like, hates this guy. Hates Arthur Lee Allen. But it turns out... Dick Cheney is 79 years old. <laughs> Dick Cheney, put him on the list. Put him on the list. Uh, turns out in October, on October 6th, 1969, Allen was already interviewed by the Vallejo Police Department. Mm. Allen had reportedly been in the vicinity of Lake Berryessa during the attack. Uh, and September 27th, 1969, and he described himself as skin diving that day of the attacks. I don't fucking, what's skin diving mean? Is he skin dipping? I, I guess maybe mean? like free diving, like without a tank. It's like free diving. You're just, yeah, it's, but like this, you're just not using a wetsuit. You know what I mean? And like when they, when they approach to talk to this guy, they're like, Hey man, we saw you in this area. We just got to have, ask you a few questions. First thing he says is listen. The knives in my trunk have blood on them, but the only reason they have blood on them is because I was killing chickens. I like to keep my bloody knives after killing chickens in my car without cleaning them. That's a that's a weird okay. opener. So now I do you want to get I'd open with that? Yeah, I might even if save I had that, that for when they seen them. That doesn't even that's not all the weird shit. You want to get into all the circumstantial fucking evidence against this Let's guy? Let's get into it. So remember when he called that fucking lawyer? For the, the like to come on to the, be on the show, to be on the show, yeah. So he two talked lawyers. To, so, two he lawyers. T- so apparently they talked to the two lawyers on the show. Okay, after the fact, that lawyer reported getting fucking multiple phone calls to his house by the Zodiac. One time, his housekeeper answered the phone, and he's like, "Hey, I'm the fucking Zodiac. I want to talk to the lawyer. Let me talk to him." <laughs> <laughs> and and the the ladies just oh, sorry, he's not here right now, and. <laughs> He says, well, I'm going to go kill somebody right now because it's my fucking birthday. I love killing on my birthday. The day he called? December 18th. When do you fucking think Arthur Lee Allen's birthday is? December 18th. Boom. Oh, so you you got... Boom. Wait, so a murder was on the 18th and he called 
on the 18th. Yeah. Well, he called and said, it's it's my fucking birthday on the 18th. And he said, I'm going to kill somebody on the 18th. Nobody got murdered, actually, because- December 20th, though. Oh, there you go. Close. First murder was December 20th. So maybe he it's, wanted to kill on the 18th. It took him a couple days to find the right place, find the right people, get up the nerve, and then boom. We're moving on. Arthur Lee Allen lived in Vallejo near Blue Rock Springs and Lake Herman Road murders. He did it. Allen was allegedly in Riverside mm. on the weekend that Sherry Joe Bates was murdered. He later claimed that he was in Pomona when he heard that Bates was murdered. Allen took his only sick day of the year on November 1st, 1966, the day Bates was murdered. All right. Vallejo Police Department seized a royal typewriter with elite type from Allen's home, which is the brand of typewriter used to write the Bates letters. And the ciphers? Yes. He, no. He owned a Zodiac brand wristwatch that had the symbol on it. That his mom gave him and the fucking... Uh, the, his mom gave him Christmas 1967. You know what they found at the site of Sherry Joe Bates's murder in 1966? A motherfucking Timex Rich Watch. Rich Watch. Rich Watch. Rich Watch. Rich Watch. Rich Watch. Right outside the library. That's a different brand, though. Different that's a different brands. brand. Yeah, of exactly. Watch. So he lost his fucking watch in 1966. So his mom bought him a fucking Zodiac brand in 1967. Suck that shit. So 66 was before the murders, but maybe a probable murder because- 66 was the Sherry Joe Bates murder that wasn't accredited to him where he lost his watch. 1967 is when he apparently got the fucking Zodiac wristwatch for Christmas from his mom. Does that shit line up? So 66 before- Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So- You don't need a watch if you already got one. Left- Lost his watch in 66 at a potential Zodiac murder. Well, we don't know if it was him that lost his watch. No, I'm saying, but, but like... there was a watch found at the murder site. So like he... A Timex. Someone Time lost a Timex a watch one. in 66, and then in... What do you say, 67? The, the, sum, or the Christmas of 1967, according to his brother, Alan was given a fucking wristwatch for Christmas by his mom in Because he lost... Zodiac brand. He may have lost the Timex watch doing a little murdering the year before. Mm-hmm. All right. Majot describes a brown Corvair at the Blue Rock Springs, uh, Blue, Blue, Blue <laughs> Rock Springs murder. <laughs> Alan's friend Philip owned a brown Corvair that Alan was allowed to use. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. An unidentified man named Lee was known to associate with Farron and Al and with Farron, one of the fucking females that were murdered. Alan frequently went by his middle name told police he was going up to Biesa on the day of the Hartnell Shepherd attack, but decided to go up the coast instead. That doesn't really make sense to me. Go back to the fucking... Uh, back to the good shit. Yeah. So he lost a watch. Uh, Zodiac is watch. frequently theorized as having military ties. Alan was, was at one time a sailmaker in the Navy. Alan wore a size 10 and a half shoe, sim similar to those left at the crime scene. Hard sole boot? Hard sole boot. Mm. Military boot. Military, not, military not construction boot. boot. Could no. be military boot. In 1991, the search warrant of Alan's house found bomb diagrams at the with the same ingredients for bombs that were mentioned in a previous Zodiac letter. That's kind of confusing because we didn't talk about the fact that he mentioned that he was making bombs well he did. is that about the, the bombs in the school bus in the map yeah. yes exactly which yeah we yeah, missed that he had bombs but. he had like dissected animals in the freezer like weird uh, shit sex toys squirrels just a bunch of weird 
Squirrels and well, hey, you can eat squirrels. squirrels. You can eat squirrels. Well, he did, I think. Yeah, um, I think. But the, every description I read wasn't of like these were like packaged little filleted squirrels. They were like they were like dissected, oh. like they were opened up. Like mm, I see, it wasn't well, a pretty he did, sight. Like, torturing animals. Uh, Alan also claimed to have consulted Melvin Belly, an attorney mentioned by the Zodiac in the letters. Hmm. So we do have. Some exculpatory evidence, unfortunately, though. Okay. Um, the uh, eyewitnesses of the Stein murder claim that he did not fucking fit the match whatsoever. The fingerprints left at that at the Stein murder did not match. His DNA did not match the fucking uh, saliva tests. He did not wear glasses. I like, like, outside of the DNA evidence, like him not matching the fingerprint. I like part of me when I was looking into this wondered if this is if he's just a super fucked up weird guy and he just people want him to fit because he like he's so close to fitting the mold of like what you expect. Yeah, but what does he look like like, though? And well, he does. He's a big. He's a pretty big guy. And they all they always refer to the Zodiac as a big lumbering man, Um, like heavy set in the first three murders for sure. Here's a comparison of pictures. So. The people on Patreon watching the live stream. The yeah, picture on the left I, is the Zodiac Killer with more of a full head of hair, slight widow's peak with glasses and a more... An a, extra here, fucking chin on the right here. there. And then the the right, it's Arthur Lee Allen does not quite look... No. I know let's thing. remember that those descriptors isn't from these first three Miller, uh, the first three murders. Yes, They're they from... They're after that. That detailed drawing Majot is not Hartnell, but but they can they also added shit from Majot and Hartnell, and like Majot and Hartnell looked at those and been like, yeah, that looks like Majot was hard to track down though. Um, another thing though, because his handwriting didn't match, uh, he was ambidextrous. Oh, so he could write fairly well with both hands. Exactly, and other stuff like bad. the his sister in law stated that. Christmas cards and stuff like that. He misspelled Christmas with an extra S, just like fucking Zodiac did on the letters. Mm. Mm. You know what? I, Maybe like this me, guy put on weight after the murders, and that's why this picture that that is circulating is not quite accurate. Because another another picture doesn't he does not maybe, shown as a double or triple chin. Maybe he wasn't doing it alone. Maybe not. Maybe he had a partner. That fucking Dick Cheney <sighs> bastard sounds kind of weird too. I, I, it's like he tried he's to seventy nine right? years old. He tried to sandbag it's, and was like, "It's weird because I'm just saying, Andrew. Like, boys, if we were in the woods and we were hunting, and one of you guys was like, yeah, Andrew, I just love uh, in the woods, tricking women into Andrew pulling crying over in the woods would be more accurate, and then abducting them. <laughs> hey guys, call me, uh, call me Zodiac from now on. And then you're just <laughs> saying all this weird shit. Like when I came out of the woods, I'd be like, well, that's fucked up." And then the second someone was like, there's this person mur- doing this, I would be like, hmm. let me just make a quick phone call. Well, here. he did. He <laughs> did try and approach the Zodiac. The, the, the Cheney, Cheney did try to approach the police earlier, but his fucking shit was lost because there was 200 fucking thousand different people calling in at the same time. Yeah. Another weird thing, too, is the Zodiac watches, like we, we, we touched on the fact that he had a Zodiac watch. Do you know what the fucking logo for the Zodiac watch is? Yeah, it's the cross and the circle. It's the, the fucking circle same the thing. It's the, that, it's, that's, the, yeah. that's the Zodiac. That's the, that's the Zodiac sign the, from many things. Though. Oh, and I wonder, like, I just had a curiosity. You guys, I'm going to give everybody a little guess. What do you think his favorite book was? Uh, uh, the Bible. No. The Zodiac. Uh, what's the Hunt for Red October? No. He loved astrology. No. 
Dangerous game. The most dangerous game. Oh, and shit. And he made that readily available. He's like, yeah, fucking favorite book. That's that's a quote from my favorite book. Okay, but he does not look anything like the sketch. So no, I'm he saying. doesn't. So that's what I'm saying. No, Maybe I had sketch. a partner. Maybe Maybe I did. Partner. Maybe his partner was fucking Ross Sullivan. Oh, you want to get into Ross Sullivan now? Well, I don't know much about Ross Sullivan except he looks just like the picture. He is. That's <laughs> it's somebody the same was like, guy. hey, hey, that's a picture of Ross Sullivan. We'd all be like, yeah, you're right, that is. Now, why did Kate okay, pull up a picture of him? I want to see on the live stream. Okay, if we gotta put those you up because this? Ross Sullivan. This is Zodiac Killer. If you don't know, there he is. That's him. That's fucking Ross Sullivan. That's Ross him. Sullivan. Ross Sullivan is a Zodiac Killer. If you're going by the sketch, Ross Sullivan. In 1969, he attends Riverside City College. Same college that Sherry Joe Bates was murdered. He was a library assistant. Co-workers stated that Sullivan bragged about going to Patton State Mental Hospital for being, because he was a schizophrenic. He was closely linked to the non-canonical Zodiac victim, Sherry Joe Bates, as I just explained. He was working at the campus and made people feel uneasy around him. Did not show up for work after Bates was murdered. Looks very similar to the Zodiac sketch like we just saw. Uh, same vocabulary and writing style used in the confession letter and the Zodiac letters. People at Riverside have stated that Ross wrote creepy poems. Uh, he wrote an essay on how to disguise handwriting. He also moved to Santa Cruz in 1968. How fucking convenient. Just before the murders. And after Sherry Doe Bates was killed. And yeah, after potential multiple other murders that may or may not have been Zodiac. Now, why why not him, though? What, what do they say? Why did they say not? Nothing, because he was never, like, they never got a chance to fucking interview He's, him or nothing. He, what, he died before? I don't know. They didn't, well, that we know of. Yeah, we didn't, we, they didn't like him. Nothing public, at least. The problem with this, too, is the fact that this is so many different police detectives. Uh, Police detachments that fucking dealt with these fucking cases, right? Because he killed people it's in four Napa. local police departments. You have Solano, Solano County, Vallejo, Napa County, and San Francisco. Yeah, four different police departments, and they did not. Sh- and the California Department of Justice, and they didn't share information. Well, like, did they have fucking fax machines back then? I don't know. Like, it was hard for them to be able to types. Ross Sullivan died in 1977. There you go. At age of 36, Fox heart attack. Had a jammer thinking about all that shit How that he did. How convenient. Exactly. Yeah. It's hmm. See, I'm hmm. I to to me well, I freeze, lean freeze, towards freeze 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 the... freeze stop stop. Zell, can you fucking throw a filter on Braden right now and throw a little pair of glasses on him? Cuz I can see it. I I can't, I can but it. I I can picture. I can fucking see it. Skinny Braden. Wait, wait, yeah. where is it's Skinny Braden? One, one moment, one moment. He's going to get his horn rimmed glasses. Right now. The only reason Brayden has those is because he did go through a very excessive hipster phase, and that is not an exaggeration whatsoever. We're, we had the shaved sides and the long top, yeah, and then he bought a, the dark rim glasses. He's a hard fucking hipster for a while. It's fun. Yeah. Where he's is fucking contrarian? That's a fucking God, Zodiac killer. The fucking Zodiac killer has just, ladies and gentlemen, the Zodiac killer has just joined our fucking stream. Smile. Tell us why. Smile, you did Zodiac it. killer. Why did you do it, you piece of shit? Look at those fucking lenses. Look at that. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Put it up. Let's see. Yeah, it's him. It's him. Look at the nose. Look yeah. at the nose. The nose. Thin the ass smirk. nose. The smirk, too. Yeah. Cracked it. Braden. That's it. Put him up on yeah. the list. You know, Time traveling I've been, Zodiac I've killer. been trying to tell you guys the whole time. How many times have I been trying to have I been saying, call me Zodiac from now on? <laughs> oh, that's right. right. He has been saying that a lot lately. 
<laughs> now I remember. I thought it was just stupid. <laughs> that was just a stupid thing to say, and now it makes sense. Well, you do say a lot of dumb I, shit. That's true. When I'm thinking about this one, I, the hard thing for me is I'm like, the first three, those three murders, like the lovers, like the with the couples, those to me are like a very specific MO. You know, the third one looks like kind of a ramp up. But then you have this mass hysteria of this killing that it's it's now, you know, you're now able to basically anyone can say. I think I think anything else was copycats. That, that's what I think. So I think this is a bunch of murders done by a bunch of people, who, and it's being attributed to a single killer. That in my in my opinion, that's what I like. That's what my gut goes with. Dan, what do you think? Yeah, Dan's so got a good at least theory. at least one other person has written an entire book about that type of theory that there is no Zodiac killer, that these murders did take place, uh, but they are not necessarily connected in any way, or perhaps one or two might be, but not all of the five canonical uh, murders that, that took place. So uh, Thomas Henry Horan uh, is the author of a book called The Myth of the Zodiac Killer. And he posits the theory that these, these killings um, are not, again, not necessarily connected. Like 95, 90% of the information that we have about the Zodiac case, like the Zodiac Killer case, is all taken from Robert Graysmith's book robert graysmith was a cartoonist and he was also part of the production uh, crew for the san francisco chronicle correct yes he's a political cartoonist right political cartoonist but he also was a he was also a producer on the san francisco chronicle to to add a little bit more context the chronicle and the is it the chronicle and the uh, one other newspaper that was one of the ones that the examiner, I think yes. the Chronicle and the examiner were both owned by the same media company before the murders had started. Actually that year they had been bought by the same media company and they were actually in direct competition with each other because I think they figured that one of them was going under. So and it was only gonna, one of them was going to be spoiler alert. Big newspaper did it. Big <laughs> paper, it. big paper. So j- that, that is just happening. So you have these two newspapers who are in, direct contention with each other you have robert graysmith who is a you know cartoonist but he also is kind of like an uh apparently to, to some reports he is an amateur sleuth of some sort and so during that time uh it, it was not unusual to have newspaper reporters work closely with police and it wasn't even unusual even more which i think is wild now is that some police officers would actually have reporters type up their police reports for them. Mm. So that kind of is, eh, you know, so yeah. you have these kind of, the media so the when, they say, story. when they say Robert Graysmith had access to, you know, this information that was only accessible by the police. The police is actually a very wide pool of people. It's not just the police. You also have the police and also reporters who would also at the time have been working with the police. So it's not like just one thing. So most of the stuff that we have today, uh, information is stuff that was in Robert Graysmith's book and they call it like the yellow book or whatever it is. That's what a lot of people pull their information from. And they consider that kind of the, that is the quintessential Zodiac killer information. All the stuff comes from there. 
It wasn't until uh, a person who is uh, considered a Zodiac obsessive, Mike Rodelli, found out that the FBI actually received copies of all of the Zodiac files uh, from the relevant police departments. Again, that's the Solano County, Vallejo, Napa County, and San Francisco. So all four police departments, they scanned all this stuff. You can go to the FBI website. You can type it in. If you type in uh, a Zodiac killer FBI files it pops up there's like six of them and you can go through all of this stuff in there it's mostly uh it's just a lot of police reports it's a lot of paperwork and things like that um but from a FOIA request uh Mr. Ridelli got all these things and it's some 2500 pages now Tem- Thomas Henry Haran the author of this book uh says that you know from his analysis of these 2,500 pages. He went through all this information. He found some inconsistencies and and stuff that he claims that Graysmith either lied about or completely made up. Mm. Uh, I didn't go that deep into it about, uh, about those things, but he, you know, he has some problems with that thing. Now, if you look up Tim Thomas Henry Haran, he's got some theories, which uh, that, (laughs) that go real deep and go real, go real crazy real fast but he has some stuff that when when i listen to him and i and some of his theories about the zodiac killings i would kind of for me kind of line up like brayden said the mo for some of these cases if you said the if you put these cases like the the five ones that are considered the zodiac killings the official zodiac killings if you told me each one separately and you said like you know what's the what's the common thing in these, like, you know, besides the writings, if you took out the letters and you took all that stuff out, you'd be like, there's, there's nothing well, like the first two were couples were young story. couples. Like the third one is kind he of was wearing a costume. Well, not even the costume stuff. If you take out the costumes. Yeah. Even if you put in the costume stuff and don't reference the, the circle Zodiac stuff, it again, like taking out all of that, removing all of that, you would never, you'd be like this. These murders are unconnected. What? Maybe the first two. The first three, other than, that. other than the fact that different weapons were used, sound like they're fucking bang on. How do they? What do you mean? The first two for sure. The first two for sure. The only difference the with the third one, one is the fact that they it was a different. It was a knife used, and they were in the fucking. They instead of being yeah, in a car, yeah, yeah, they're laying on the fucking That beach. is part of the thing where it's like it was a knife used, not a gun. Yeah. And he tied like him. Tied he him had up. a gun with him. Always tied him up. He he didn't tie the other ones up. Yeah, so if you if you gave me all that information. For me, I would I would not connect. Maybe I don't make the See, best. Yeah, the yeah, first three were both police attacks. I would pairs attacked a man, woman, I man, would woman, ki- man, young woman. couples, young couples. See, I would. That's why I would I would connect the, the first to a hundred percent, and then the, the third Sam. one is I connect that one as well. But I I look at it as a step up. Yeah, he's escalating. Like he's he's done this stuff where he walks up and he shoots, nervous, bang 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 bang. Second one goes bang bang shoots him cup. Walks away, comes back, shoots him again. Now he's got a f- comfortable for it, and now he's like wants to incite fear. So like the next time he comes with a gun, ties him up, and now he wants to get it more intimate. He doesn't want just the shooting, right? That doesn't he have the personal. same excitement. It's, he's not hit. It's not knife. getting the same hit of dopamine from the the first exactly, murderer right? too. So he wants second, to get more. The third one to me, but then all the other ones, like the one with the the cab driver stuff, I'm like, this is the cab like, driver. Me, no. Like, doesn't make any sense that that would be so even how another one of the things that uh haran kind of points out is that some there there are some mistakes in the he compares the mistakes to the letters and the official police reports that were filed uh fr- from the police um he he cites one of the mistakes or one of the inconsistencies is that darlene farron was said that when the the killer wrote in 
to the, you know, expressing that he had intimate knowledge, details that the, the it would only be available to po- the police. He said that she was wearing patterned slacks when he killed her. Right now, like he wrote in his letter, patterned pants. Now, if you go back and you look at the actual police evidence property records, they show that the, when they wrote in the report, they bro- they wrote blue and white flowered slack dress. Now, pattern the, the writing on the yeah. That's the thing, though. It's like for me, when I heard all these things, that that's what made me kind of wonder if maybe there was like police involved with this because the descriptions of the scenes were so fucking vivid and and like good. Like, how long did he hang out? After fucking killing these people, you know what I mean? Because he like described the scenes perfectly, right? So, and 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 I would totally, and I am on board with perhaps there is some police involvement because there's further things that kind of indicate or kind of you know, lead in that direction that perhaps there was some sort of police or at least uh, media involvement. The like, again, when yeah, you like say you police said, yeah. at this point, you both have media. You too. have reporters who are available, uh, who are, have access to working this information, and police, police yeah. working, and the police. So, there's other evidence uh, that tie these these kind of murders together. Now, when we talked about the phone call, the first phone call made uh, during the the murder of uh it was it, where where Farron was shot and Majo survived you have the phone call which happened you know you said uh, you know after that one of them had been pronounced dead but it actually take it took place full 30 minutes after the shooting had been reported to the police now anyone listening to a police radio frequency and back then they didn't even have like coded stuff so anybody you didn't even need a police scanner right is this op- you would open actually frequency? Fucking scan BC. Right, just the, They're yeah. listening. So you could have heard that two victims in a brown car uh, had been shot and that the police were on the lookout for somebody with a nine millimeter Luger. Right. Uh, one other thing that is pointed out is that the when the phone call, when they called, when the killer, you know, the alleged, whatever, when they say the killer called in, um, they said that these, the murder had taken place a, what is it, a mile east of Columbus Parkway. Now, Blue Rock Springs Park is a, isn't a mile east of the police station. It's actually two miles north of the police station. But the park is actually a mile east of the fire station where they would have dispatched the ambulance when they heard about the murder ambulance would have heard so that. what like was that was that mean exactly yeah, I don't understand. so you would have heard they they could have actually heard when they said you know the writing says a mile east on columbus parkway they're not referencing the police station the reference they could have heard the report from the ambulance being dispatched before the police station. right now but what so i don't i don't know this off the stat at all but like how many murders are in this area all the time like is there why why all of a sudden is now someone hearing the police scanner and now calling in so well this i mean this actually took place a couple this took place after the zodiac killings right or the first the first murder right now uh, another point that they go into is that vallejo is actually, or what had been at the time, and perhaps even now, I'm not sure, because I, I tried to look up the homicide rates for Vallejo and San Francisco. They've been steadily rising, but you could also say that is a, a result of like the steadily rising population of that area, whatever. But Haran and his 
book, he makes a point to reference that the of the the burgeoning meth trade that was going down in Vallejo County, like Vallejo County was, you know, Vallejo, California, that area was actually infamous for the Hells Angels, and they were actually running a meth business and and from that area. So there's this one piece of information that's really weird is that in the Blue Rock Springs Park, you had um, that that killing. <laughs> Uh, what's this? The 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 male victim, Majo. Is it Majo? Right? Michael Ronald Majo. Majo. Majo was wearing three pairs of clothing. Yep. He was wearing three sweaters and three pairs of pants, all on the, at the, on the same 4th time. Of July. July. He was interviewed, and the reason why he says he was doing that is because he was a skinny little fucking dude, and was like, I wanted to be up a bulk bit up. Date. Oh shit! That well, that's what he says. <laughs> what what else? Why else would you wear three pairs though? Smuggling? If you were Smuggling? going to go rob houses and you were going to change your clothes very quickly in, in order to oh, avoid, shit. because the thing is, the place that they were parked, they, they you know, in the, in Graysmiths and and the you know in the in the the zodiac mythology, they put po- they posit these places as like lovers' lanes. But this place that they found these people was also a place where drug deals would go down. Yeah, same, same. Yeah, but what, like, I still don't. Now, this is what but, makes you think he's robbing shit at the drug deal. This is before the zodiac letters, though. The second murder is before the letters. Before the letters, but the thing is, when they when they call in, they say they don't say anything about the zodiac. The zodiac hadn't even been mentioned at this point. Zodiac hadn't even been named at this point. Yeah, but who fucking right? who's like, hey, they, let, but, let's go make out. I'm gonna grab my old lady. We're gonna go make out, and then I'm gonna go rob some people. Or yeah, but we're if you're gonna, gonna go, go make out. Why are you wearing three pairs of fucking pants? Because he's a skinny little dude and he wanted to look buff. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah, that was his excuse. He gets interviewed. I watched it. That's that, what his excuse was. Yeah, but that's the dumbest excuse I've ever heard because if you've ever Listen put me, on brother, three pairs of your fucking, own fucking pants, you're going to look fucking stupid. Two, 2001 to 2007, I was two shirting it. <laughs> I was double shirting. Double shirting it hard. Added five so pounds. One, one of the th- I'm just saying, one of the theories is that it was a drug deal gone bad. And that these these kids got killed, and that somebody chalked it up to the killings. I killed those. I killed those kids. I still don't understand why you would know, you wear extra before. clothes to a drug deal? Why would you bring? I, I don't understand why you'd bring extra clothes to lovers like that. To me, that sounds stupid. He's fucking like I said. He's a skinny kids, little dude. Kids and he wants to look fucking dumb. buff so he can get laid. How old is he? How old is he again? Nineteen. He's like nineteen. He's has a. Unformed brain. It's not complete. He's a he's, dummy. He's True. fucking. He's a grown yeah. ass man. At, when he gets interviewed, why lie about it? Why not be like, listen, I was fucking trying to score drugs. Yeah. I, okay. I get. I get the theory of like, okay, they murdered him, and then are you saying then the Hell's Angels or whoever called in to frame it as trying to connect in it to the murder that they happened before? Even though the, Zod- the Zodiac, there was no serial killer at this point. It was just there was a murder. And then there was another murder. Not to mention, at this point in time, in ni- this happened 1970, July 4th. No, 68, right? 69. 69. Yeah. Serial th- killers weren't even really a thing at this point in time. The, the word serial that killer wasn't year, even invented. 1968, the, the year before, you had the popular movie The Strangler. Boston Strangler come out. The Boston Strangler case earlier in the 1960s, and then you had the Boston Strangler movie come out with Henry Fonda. That already came out earlier that year. And that's where they coined serial killer? No, that's not where they con okay. serial killers. But if so you nobody would coin serial killers. You could say it was until how the seventies. This 70s. case so represents or is very prototypical and follows a lot of the murders of the Jack the Ripper murders. 
Like nobody that's was, what the, that is the quintessential murder nobody case. Nobody got all stabbed. All of this stuff kind of follows Jack the Ripper. Well, nobody ja- got stabbed until the third killing. Jack the Ripper was solo. Shot. Wasn't Jack the Ripper those solo women, not couples? Prostitutes. But he was still, it's it's the whole hallmarks of like taunting what? the police and like that whole kind of thing, that whole archetype of this, the, the smart serial killer, the, the well thought out. You yeah, know, it's mat, his story is old as time. Yeah, well, okay, I, I get that, but that has just as much, that theory has just as much credence as it was the Zodiac Killer though, because there's, that's just like, okay, it could have been. A drug dealer, but that's that's it, right? There's no, no other. There's nothing else. The, well, the difference is we have no evidence of drugs or anything, and yet we have no somebody drugs. saying, "I'm the Zodiac." When you and think I killed about the people. Lake Berryessa so, incident, right? The Lake Berryessa incident is probably like the, the the weirdest one. This is the one that you see that's always like starts out the movies or whatever, where you have the person in the black hood with the Zodiac cross and all this thing. This one, this you know, this murder took place after. The, the killer had been identified as a Zodiac killer. Like after he had sent the actual letter that starts out with, this is the Zodiac killer speaking. Mm-hmm. Right. And he put the symbol at the bottom of the letters that, that circle with the cross in it. Now that murder is not referred to in any of the letters that the Zodiac sent. There's no reference to the Lake Berryessa murder that the, that the Zodiac killer in his correspondence I don't know, but he does like I know it's not referred to, and this guy is just could potentially be impersonating him, but he does leave a letter on the fucking door. It's like, not a letter. The, it's just I wrote the dates symbol. of when these yeah, people with, got with the killed. The symbol and the the dates. It's still fit like he's still going after a man and a woman fucking on a date. But why doesn't he write the letter just like he did all that time? If he continued like three years of correspondence, like almost five years of correspondence. Yeah, but he, he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't write a letter about all of them. Yeah, I, yeah that's, for me, I get damn what you're saying, but at the same time, that has as much credence as that it was the same killer. <laughs> to me it's like it could it could i I just think it was a good time easy as like in this media his like you could get away with anything if you were someone that was killing people you could get away with anything by saying like doing a note sending it in and attributing the kill to the zodiac at this point and then people would look at it and go like well it's a fucking zodiac killer and then instantly it's getting swirled in with all this fucking muddy water that's around this because they don't know but you like to still me, have... like my gut always says, my gut always goes with like this isn't this isn't one killer. This is numerous killings being attributed to one single one. Like that's what my gut yeah. instinct goes. This to. when I read the killings and some of the killings we didn't talk about. There's two killings in particular that I think were more connected. I don't know why. Maybe there's something I didn't read. Very well could be. But in '63, there was a killing where the, a couple, a fiance, a new like a to be wed couple were bound and shot with a 22 caliber pistol with the same Western Super X ammunition as the murder in 69. And that's not attributed to the ki- to the Zodiac killer. But when I read that, I was like, that makes more sense. Those two. So that makes me think like maybe there was a serial killer, but it wasn't, he wasn't doing all the killings. And yes, maybe copy, not even copycats, just like people who got, maybe it was easier for them to get away with their murder if they claimed like I'm the Zodiac killer and they put that stuff in. But those, there was a, I think there, when I, cause I'm, I'm not a huge true, true crime guy, but when I read this one, I was like, there are some ones that are not attributed to the Zodiac killer that make more connections to me. The same, same MO, a, a couple with the same caliber handgun with the same ammunition. And those ones are not contributed to the Zodiac killer for some reason. 
but the ones where he stabs and wearing a costume are. So it makes me seem like right. there was like a, there maybe there was a serial killer, and the through the media hype and everything and like people whoever was that called in the first time from the payphone or whatever and said that, then people started preying on it. But I think there was there is some killings that seem very very, the mo seems the same. Young couples, right? I'm not saying I'm not saying that those like some of these murders are not you know. I wouldn't call him the Zodiac killer. It would be because I'm saying that the Zodiac killer itself, like that, that figure is separate from those killings. It turned into like a where, where You don't even like, you can't, he's the boogeyman. Know for, right. Well, you can't necessarily know for sure that the, the person who killed these people sent those letters. But as it, right? like, you can't as necessarily a, know for sure he didn't though. As a true crime fucking buff. I, Self-proclaimed. Self-proclaimed. Yeah, self-proclaimed fucking. <laughs> you got your degree in true crime. True crime. TV. Armchair Also detective. in fucking YouTubeology and all that shit. University. Listen. Go. Listen here, brother. Go the reason koozies. why these fucking guys get caught is because it escalates and they make mistakes. And that's what we can see here. It's clear. He's fucking escalating. Goes from a, a quick, I will agree. A, I will for, agree with you. He's Andrew. going for fucking quick Shaw McGraws. He's going for a couple quick draw McGraw murders. Then he's like, you know what? I got a nickname in it. Now I'm feeling it. I'm getting a fucking costume to go with it. I'm gonna sca- stab these motherfuckers. Next thing you know, I'm in a cab. You know what? I don't want to pay for this guy. I'm just gonna shoot him because I'm the motherfucking Zodiac. Because I can get away yeah, with but it. He, why does he also rob him though? Why not? He, he robbed. Rob, he, he robbed Hartnell. He needs he money. He robbed Hartnell and his fucking and his old lady. But then why? He took their wallet and their keys, dude. That's that's making to me that's making a, we, like those two okay, murders make a, such a stretch. How do we not know that like what happens if these he didn't rob a couple fucking sixteen year olds making out because they probably didn't have any fucking money? Broke as fuck. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good but point. Then why but, shoot him in the back of the head? Random cab driver in the not? middle of the city, not? not on the. Side I don't of the think. Road. I think as rational, like average humans we don't see how a serial killer's or a psychopath's mind works maybe like we just cannot comprehend like what goes through their mind and in that second you've already killed say you killed i know there's only the four sets of murders attributed to him but maybe he did kill more people and maybe it was like slowly ramping up over time and like the other ones aren't connectable sure i don't sure and the last the last point I'm going to make on the point of like they're not being a Zodiac killer or the person who sent the later letters is not necessarily the Zodiac killer is that there was an employee of the Napa County Sheriff's Department and his name was Deputy Hal Snook. Now, Hal Snook would, had cr- actually created the county's forensics department, which was actually rare in that day. So actually having a forensics department in your police station kind of unprecedented really didn't have that one he was apparently also an expert in forgery and he had worked with several newspapers in the past when you look at his handwriting like there's a sample of his handwriting that haran puts in his book and you look at the handwriting taken from the letters it is very very similar like you look at his handwriting the way that it goes like kind of drifts off far up and to the right if you look at the google doc zell i don't know if you want to pull it up or whatever but which which letter that, which letter are you referring to in particular um no points not, not the, like it. any of the letters like solved. you pull up you pull up his first three letters you pull up his first letters like this is the this is the murder at the two teenagers last christmas you pull in that and you look at his handwriting you look at that handwriting yeah it's um 
Haran points out like there, there's stuff that they put on like handwriting specialists. They point out like the shape of the J's, like how the J's are kind of like a squiggly J and not like the straight down and you know the like whatever. It's kind of like a little squeeze. Some people do that. I don't know. That's like I but that straight J. You look at those and you look at his handwriting. So this is the Snook gentleman you're talking about, Hal Snook. Have we ever seen? I'm not saying that he was the killer, but I'm saying, but it is very. There is there are there are a couple of connections because Hal Snook has some tenuous connection apparently to Graysmith, who is working at the Chronicle at some point. Like they knew each other as children, apparently. Um. So, uh, at this point, you know, I, again, I'll say like Thomas Henry Horan. This. Police police involvement and and newspaper involvement, I would not rule out of this case because, again, like I said, newspapers competing at the time, this kind of whole thing is 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 nothing. Again, one of the uh, I we didn't even talk about uh, was it Toshi, one of the the inspector Toshi. Ooh, who you was mean Dirty Harry? Mm. Right, you mean fucking dirty the guy Harry. who they the 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 person that they based the character Dirty Harry off of. He actually admitted to forging at least one of the letters that was sent, uh, claiming to be the Zodiac Killer. It's like a Halloween card or something weird, right? So, eh, you know, the, which I, he said he didn't he didn't forge any of the other ones, but it kind of that also kind of and they said he was exonerated later of not writing any of the other ones, but that still kind of cast doubt on the whole thing, uh, the, the the correspondence itself not being from the actual Zodiac killer, or at least not all of it. Right. It, right. It, you know, Zodiac so it, killer. all I'm saying is the Still Zodiac unsolved. killer again, it's, it's, it's you. Solved. It's, it's you. <laughs> we know it. Time traveling seen, Zodiac killer. Dan, I've never seen you or Snook in the same room at the mm. same time. That's all I'm okay. saying. Okay. We, let's start wrapping this up. I'm going to give up my quick summary. Then we'll go around and we'll just think what, or just give our thoughts on what we think. I still think that there was some type of serial killer. Sure. The, I do not know if the serial killer in the end was the guy writing the letters because it's really hard to prove that. But there is a lot of connections with those murders. Having said that, I was looking up how many unsolved homicides have happened since 1980 in the United States alone. It's like 185,000 <laughs> cases. That's a lot, yeah. <laughs> like there's tons. If you're a cold-blooded murderer... You have no record, you have no fingerprints or DNA on record, and you just kill someone in cold blood, and no one sees you, and you don't really leave anything behind. It's like almost impossible to catch these people sometimes. I don't know, man. I've seen the first 48. Yeah, yeah. Did they, they didn't catch them in the first 48, and they're gone. It's gone. So if you go, and you're you're a random dude, you're like, I fuck, whatever, like your girlfriend broke up with you. And you're like, I hate girls now and I hate couples. I'm going to go fucking, I hate these people. You just go find someone, you shoot them, you kill them. You're like, all right, that was easy. You go home a few months later, you do it again and no one catches you. And then, and then you see, maybe there is some crazy, like people who love serial killers, but they're just, they're fans. They're not actually killers themselves. They're like, oh, I got this great story. I can like write, I'll just write it in. And then you see that and you're the killer and you're like, oh, this is perfect. Now I can just do it behind the guise of something I have nothing to do with. And then snowball more people die never solved and you're, no one it's never even been close right there's never even been like something like oh we really think it's this guy but there's one technicality no it's like it, no one is even close to being convicted on the uh, crime so that's 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 my views on the zodiac killer from a guy who doesn't really love true crime and after looking into it 
Braden looks like he has people under his fucking floorboards right now. As we yeah, speak, Braden does awesome. look like the Zodiac <laughs> Killer at the moment. Off your face. Uh, I think, for me, it's I. I still think it's. I think it's a. It was a dangerous game of the media hyping these killings, and to sell papers. I think it was big paper. I think. Um, I don't think all of these killings. I don't think all these killings were all one person. I think. You know, I'll attribute the first three to someone, and then the other ones I don't even connect them to each other. So, but I think it was also being like the media was really pushing it to sell papers, and then um, it got out of hand, and then it it turned into like yeah, like Zell, like you said, like people would kill, and then an easy way to get an alibi into muddy the waters was to say, well, it's me, the Zodiac, I did it. Hundred and eighty-five thousand unsolved manslaughters or murders. Since 1980, just saying. Yeah, all Zodiac. All Zodiac could be 185,000 killings. <laughs> all Zodiac. Hey, can't say. Tell it wasn't me they weren't the Zodiac. Zodiac. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew, what do you think? Well, I definitely think there was a Zodiac killer. I think there was multiple people, at least two. I okay, think, Zodiac. I think fucking Arthur Lee Allen was involved in it. Fucking for sure. Allen. 100%. But he looked like a fat slob with no yeah, glasses. So maybe he wasn't the one pulling the trigger. Okay. Maybe fair. they took turns. Maybe he's the one that wore the fucking. Uh, Outfit, so they couldn't see his face. Maybe, you know what I mean. They also say that he disguised himself. He like he would disguise himself with makeup. Like he claimed that that's something he would do. You can fucking. I don't think I've any those, makeup will get rid of that chin. I think, <laughs> buddy, have you seen those girls doing those tutorials on fucking YouTube? Oh, it's true. They you, make a lot of shit disappear, dude. Well, we didn't have we didn't have uh, Instagram, uh, you know, makeup tutorials back then. Well, I'm. I'd imagine they could probably do some pretty cool shit, but I definitely think something happened. I do. I think Arthur Lee Allen was involved, and I think somebody did it with him. I at least, you know what? When it comes down to the Stein murder, I think that could have just been the fucking Zodiac taking fucking claim, like saying, "Yeah, that was me too," just to fucking make that could, that could look be more it too, badass. Yeah. That could be it too. Because he did. He had a ton of claims that never fucking he never followed through with, right? So, but I definitely think at least the first three they they fucking sound way too similar to me. The only thing different was the fucking weapons. Murder weapon. Yeah, that's it. And he could have been a gun collector. Anybody can have fucking guns like that in America. Dan, what do you think? Like I said before, my general impressions, like if you read me these cases, you read these four, like the five canonical cases of the Zodiac Killer, and you left out, again, the third murder, the only thing that connects it is the guy writing on the door and the and the costume, and you left all that stuff out in the Steinmeyers. I'd be like, there's nothing that has to do with this. The first two were shot. The, the second one, the, the third one's like they were stabbed like set multiple out times. To, to find the a fourth couple. one seems like a crime of opportunity. Yeah. Not anything. Like uh, The fourth one's I the mean, only one that doesn't but line It's not me. an opportunity because he had the costume. Like he had to no, have the had the costume. Braden's talking about the fourth one. For the third one. one. The, the, oh, the, the fourth one. one. The cabbie. So the fourth. Yeah, the fifth the f- one, him killing Stein, that feels like something that's really weird because it's like, again, that's the other the other crimes, like he was driving his own car. Maybe not his own car, but he was driving a car. He wasn't taking a taxi anywhere. He wasn't going to pick anybody up. He was also in the middle of the city. Um, but anyways, like, I, you know, I'm on the agreement with Brayden where it's like, perhaps this would, again, there was not a real split the, the decision, murders baby. Maybe the two, maybe the two first ones were connected, but the other two, like it could have just been something where people were just picking up on that and just being like, again, don't having a having a serial killer. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it either. The only thing different is the weapon. 
What is different? Having a serial killer on the loose is an alibi machine. In the fucking yeah, you do it when in, in the midst of a serial killer panic, like that would be. So you're like, uh, you're just saying that maybe the maybe one or two might have been, and then the third person was just a copycat. Is what you're saying? Because they are sure, similar. Yeah, they are third, both couples. I would say the third person has a the third killing has a very high chance of being a copycat or being or, somebody taking advantage of. But the first that, two, the, the I would even say this. I would even say this. That let's say the first two and maybe the third one was he was trying out some things, putting on the costumes. The other, the other two that are attributed, I wouldn't even be surprised if it was him just being like, I did these ones just to throw people off because I'm like, doesn't make it like those those ones don't fit the bill for me. I'm like, other than like the letters, I'm like, why? To me, it would make more sense that he's just lying at that stage. Which ones making I'm sorry, claims? I'm Which the, ones the taxi. The fourth yeah, the, and fifth killing. The taxi one, I, I ta completely ta agree. Taxi is the fourth attack. But like, think about it though. Like, why would you going after couples? It would be difficult. Like, if you're just some rando looking to fucking kill somebody, why go after two people like that? Like, that's fucking that. He I just, I don't understand. The only thing different about it is the fact that he fucking stabbed them and tied them up. Nobody tied and them two up two as people, well. That's yeah. the also the but thing. But he didn't and kill everyone. That is that different. We're out by a fucking lake getting it on as opposed to two people sitting in cars getting it on. Like it's. But also the, like the first two were taking credit and that had been published. That it was public knowledge that he had taken credit for those two murders of these similar looking murders. And then he had the third killing was like, I had, you know, I, Yep, I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the circle and the cross on there so you put know it's me in. instead of just sending a letter in. All right, like, eighty pounds, me. and then All right. he never referenced it I in the letter. Okay, I, I, Zodiac still unsolved. You know what? I don't, Zodiac still unsolved. Sometimes, sometimes I feel like Dan just tries to disagree at in the end just to keep us going on <laughs> on a circle of argument. No, I I I'm in agreement with Dan. I I will agree with Dan on this one. That the third one that, doesn't line up. It doesn't that great. No, I don't believe it does. Oh I will say, I will say, as a stretch, so I will say it could be a, a fucking ramp up. But anyway, still unsolved. Zodiac. Still, but I'm saying the first, uh, those three were all couples. Is let's all agree on that. That's that's pretty similar. So yeah. could have been, yeah, they're all couples. Could have been, yeah. could have been a copycat. So you have to get deep into it. Like, well, how many couple murders? The fact that it was a happened? copycat shows you right there that it fucking fits in his mo. Copycat, the same. Different weapon. Anyways, we can go in circles in this forever. It's there's a reason this case is still unsolved. <laughs> yeah, we need Mister Conspiracy to come on and split the cue cards. Give us the cue cards. I just don't understand decision. how there's been there's so many serial killers over the years. So I mean, it could be a serial serial killer, or as easily it could have not. That's that's pretty much how the argument ends. Like, okay, maybe yeah. it was. Eh, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was a copycat. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't. And still unsolved. Still unsolved. Let's get some uh, space news. We've got some quick space news. Let's do a little space news. Space news. Uh, I've only got one thing for space news today, but I love this headline on uh, by Michelle Starr. It says, "We have planets. We have moon moons. <laughs> now hold on to your hats for planets. Planets. Did you say Michelle Starr?" Yeah. Like fucking local wrestling legend Michelle Starr. <laughs> I don't, don't pretend so. like you don't what? remember that guy. I don't no. know. I do what? not know who Are that is. I don't think he said anything that said about Michelle Starr. Yeah, the author of this was Michelle Starr. The guy's fucking famous around Kelowna. I never Big heard deal. of this guy. I'll fucking find a picture and show find you. Find a picture of Mich Michelle Starr. Famous, star. famous but, um, to Andrew. So these are 
black hole planets, planets. Planets. Um, they form from grains of dust swirling around black holes. So that's kind of cool. So it's funny, right. supermassive black, hole black holes clocking in at one million solar masses. Wait, so it's a tiny black hole? Well, there, well, no, no, it's a super yeah, it's a supermassive black hole where it's supposing like you have a black hole like the one that sits at the center of our galaxy, right? Uh, essentially, and uh, there's scientists are kind of starting to realize that like ecosystems kind of form around these supermassive black holes. So you have things like dust and, you know, the formings of a planet and now they're forming, you can have plants that form not just around in the orbits of suns, but you also have plants that form around these giant black holes. The orbits oh. of black holes. So it's oh. called a planet. A planet. A yes. planet. I feel like that's the kind of planet you could buy from a dollar store from China. Like a little fucking knockoff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You want the planet? So it, Same thing. Uh, just as good. Planet. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said, planet. <laughs> Number one good price on planet only today. You have it. Go. Yeah, you want planet Earth? Yeah, no yes, problem. Planet. Like, well, like I said, planet. We got a few different nationality accents ripping through there. <laughs> Multicultural salesman. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So instead of a sun forming planets around it, a black hole is forming planets. So you would never be able to see them because there's no sun shining on them. They would be invisible. Well, there is light. Like there is light around. I think they've identified that like a light does form around some black holes. Like you do have, but light cannot light. escape the black I'm, hole. Right. Well, the the light that you know the sun the suns that are sucked into it, but it still takes a while for some of the, the things like the light the the energy from the black hole actually forms like light rings around it. I know I've seen some of those. I always thought those I've are artist renderings of black holes, but you could be right. I don't I have no idea. Either way, planet. We got planets, baby. Um, other than that, no auroras. <laughs> no auroras. No auroras. The sun has been inactive no into 2020. Uh, yeah, I got sun's pretty boring. Let's talk quickly about the NASA Perseverance rover, the newest rover that was launched from Cape Canaveral on July 30th, attached to this. Rover or on the payload of the rocket going to Mars is not only a rover which is going to look for like microbial life and other stuff, but also the first interplanetary chopper. Get to the chopper. The little drone Get helicopter. To the I think it's Get to the cool. chopper. Uh, the first airborne drone ever to operate off out of Earth's atmosphere is going to Mars. It's a tiny little drone. It's something like. Four pounds, four feet long, with dual rotors spinning at 2,400 RPMs. Because I guess on what on Mars, it's only like one percent air density compared to Earth. Yeah, the the atmospheric pressure is going to be a lot different than it is on Earth. So I'm actually interested to see if it really, really works. Like I, I'm sure, like NASA knows, does their math and they're like, this will work, but it's still going to be a pretty. Well, yeah, it had to once be the, once they turn it on to be like, yeah, it had to be really cool. small and really light with giant turbines. Right. In order to e uh, just get even a little bit of lift, like so something yeah, like that. There's no air. There's, there's no barely any atmosphere. air. So, yeah, you got it. Yeah. You need a higher ratio of rotor to weight and have to spin up higher RPM just to even get any type of lift. So we'll see how that works out. It's going to be fucking cool. It's supposed to land sometime in 2021. And it's going to the mission is going to be one Martian year. So it's like 681 days or something like that. Hills, yeah. Cool. It's pretty cool. I'm excited. I mean, first one of its kind. So uh, we're gonna find those Mars spices. Yeah, find something. 
Get us off this planet. There you go. <laughs> Doesn't seem to be. There's Michelle. Well, you know what? There's another theory. Like, if you spent all that money on bettering Earth, we could probably better Earth than spending all that money on space. But then that's not as fun, I guess. You know, yeah, like, no, what's, the, yeah. what's the argument there, I guess? Yeah. This is just a planet, anyways. It's only a planet. <laughs> um, that's it for space news. I was going to do a randomatron, but getting late in the day. The rat, we're uh, we're going to be put, uh, cutting into almost a two-hour case file here, so Jesus. we're going to end. We're going to cut out the randomatron, even though it's fixed this week. There's just no randomatron. We did a yeah. deep dive into the Zodiac Killer, so it's out. But <laughs> deep we, argument. A deep. <laughs> Fuck that stressed me out. A deep argument that ended with still unsolved as we still unsolved. As we as we all knew when starting this case file. (laughs) It was still unsolved. It's the it's the top shelf theorist versus the bottom the bottom shelf theorist. (laughs) But anyways, I still it's still fun. I still like going down the true crime route every once in a while. Um this week we're gonna read uh, some Patreons. So if you're supporting supporting the show for three dollars or more per month, we give you a quick shout out. And uh, if you could, ch- you could check us out at patreon.com slash alien theorists podcast. And we got a whole bunch of good bonus goodies on you on there for you. But this week we have Vanessa Cardenas, Kyle W, Jared Shover, Jackie Waple, Joanne, God, Stas, Stacey Wicks, <laughs> my bad, Marco Camaro. Rory Shields, Devamon, Brian Robbins, and Big Mag. Thank you very much for supporting the show. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. All right, guys. And as we always say at the end of these things, keep those eyes on the skies. Peace, everybody. Peace.